Lisa, I am a little bit hungover today, so I'm so glad you have so much fun things that you've been doing and so fun. much like fun stuff to talk about. Fun, fun things to talk about? What? Yeah, like Fanime and the wrestling thing. Oh, oh my gosh, I already forgot because just everything's terrible. Ah, the standard, the default for your country. Yeah, 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 basically. But you have a jubilee! We're doing fine, I'm doing fine. We're doing fine with Robbie and Lisa. I'm Lisa. And I'm Robbie, and I'm a lot more awake than I was last episode, but I'm a lot more hungover as well. So it's sort of... um, It's levelled out. Equals out. Yeah. Yeah. We've hit a plane. We can't have Robbie (sighs) being too, too excitable. No. (laughs) He can't be too too emotive on a podcast. Absolutely not. What does he think he is, a straight white man? Man. Man with a microphone, watch out. <laughs> oh, what's that song I sent you from TikTok? Well, we'll figure it out later. It's Pride Month, yeah. motherfuckers. Woo, happy Pride. I'm so excited. I gave one of my barista, one of my supervisors, £20 to purchase some decorations for the store. Hell yeah. We're going to go wild. Yeah. I love it. And I spent another £20 on... A fuck ton of neon um, chalk pens, so we can all do pride name badges. Oh, I love that. Me too. I'm upset. I've already seen yes. the celebrations start going. Um, San Francisco has started doing drag brunches at the Ferry Building every Sunday. So, not this weekend, but next weekend, hopefully, I will be going. I've yes. been out and about, so I'm keeping a little mini isolation good for you keeping safe we love to see it well you know i was supposed to have lunch with a friend who's getting married next week and i was supposed to be at that wedding but like man oh man i've been busy and going outside in places where there's people so you know just to make sure i'm safe to go to that to said wedding i'm doing yeah. a mini isolation just totally fair i think good for you you want to make know, sure yeah, it's just the where it's just it's just the way of life now, and it sucks, but it, it's, it's just, what it is. It's just our world, and honestly, does it really suck? Now you've got an excuse to stay inside for a couple of days after a really excitable weekend. I mean, I always have an excuse to stay inside a couple of days, but it's called depression. Hey, <laughs> but I got to see. I went to Fanime, which is probably Robbie's worst nightmare because there's a lot of people in full suit. Like, full character suits. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that. (laughs) Just great. Because I got to see a person... I mean, are you okay with the ones, like, the Halloween blow-up costumes? No. Okay. There was a person... Anything with a human in it that is hidden... Okay. That makes sense. ...is not acceptable. That's fair. There was one of... There was two Among Us blow-ups at this dance thing, and they were, like, dancing. It was very funny. And there was also a big Patrick guy who was like walking around from SpongeBob. There was a lady. There was a lady who was dressed up as um. Oh gosh, I don't know the character because I don't play Resident Evil, but the big mommy vampire. Oh, lady, lady, 
believe. Oh, Callum's going to hate me for not remembering this. Dam- Damascus? Lady Damascus, that's it. Something like that, yeah. And she was wearing stilts. It was amazing. That is pretty cool. My favorite was is Was she wearing like, heels on the stilts? I mean, I don't know. Her dress went to the floor. But she was yeah. so good. It was so great. She was like nine feet tall. Terrifying. Oh, it was such a good cosplay. I saw some really great cosplays. My favorite, though, was this man who was just wearing a cardboard box that said Transformer on it. Oh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> like, I saw a really good, legitimate, like, crafting foam painted perfectly Transformer costume. But then I saw a man just wearing a cardboard box that just said Transformer on it. And I was like, that is the best cosplay I've seen all weekend. That is the vibe. That is the vibe. But it was quite fun. And I bought some really dumb stickers. Stunning. Yeah, it's great. Um, And then this weekend I went to a wrestling show. And that was fun because it's... Uh, semi-professional underground wrestling. Is wrestling the one that's not real? I mean, none of it's real. But there's, like, boxing, and that's relatively real. Yeah, wrestling is very much, like, based on characters, their story arcs. It's, like, choreography. like, the athleticism is there, but... Yeah. And, like, people do get very hurt sometimes, but... Oh, yeah, well, I mean, so do gymnasts when they... Gymnasts? So do gymnasts when they do the wrong move but yeah but like wrestling is very much usually pretty choreographed yeah and no judgment i think it still looks really cool yeah i think that's probably the safest way to hit someone with a chair exactly it was so good they was so good they did a double suplex slam at one point they had like tag team because this one was like a lot of tag team i'm gonna need you to explain what a double double Suplex. So there was tag. There was four people in the ring. There was two teams. They had two people on each team, and right. uh, one of the teams they both at the same time like fully lifted up the other the people from the other team like full like their whole bodies were straight up in the air and just slams them down and like over and you there. Like that? Oh, it was so much fun. <laughs> There was also this really good fight between Bartman, which Bart is the Bay Area Rapid Transport, so it's like our underground, Mm -hmm. um, versus Cereal Man, which is a man with a big cereal box on his face. It was such a good fight. It was my favorite fight. That was terrifying. It was so good. And he pours cereal all over people. I have genuinely never seen, seen Lisa look this happy and passionate about something. <laughs> I have missed Hood Slam so much during the pandemic. And it's I had no idea. They have, they have a new outdoor area, arena and it was so much fun. I had no idea you were into sport. I'm into this one specifically with these characters because it's fun and it's dumb and it doesn't take itself too seriously. Exactly. Like the their names their their name is Serial Man. And like somebody would get one. It was the Intergalactic Tag Team Championship. This is not a serious sport. I mean that sounds serious. That's a serious title. <laughs> yes, very serious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's one group called the Squad. And you say it the Squad like a squawk. Oh. No, that one makes of- me uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. And like Hood Slam and spe- like Hood Slam specifically has like, they're very inclusive. They have trans wrestlers. 
They have LGBT wrestlers. One of their wrestlers only has one leg. His name is Hip Hop Harry. It's great. It's so inclusive. It's so much fun. It's 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 just so much fun. We do love to see it. We do. Oh no. I've dropped Lisa. <gasps> there she is. There she is. But yes, I had so much fun and I was around a lot of people and like even though I was safe and either outdoors or always wearing a mask, I'm just playing it safe. Good for you. And how are you? So as I mentioned, I'm a little bit fragile. So <laughs> last night, mm-hmm. so me and the new housemates have been hanging out, like mm-hmm. not a lot, but like uh, you know, a bit, which makes I'm sense. So we live together; it's very nice. Yeah, and they're all really nice people. I say all. I've I've met four of them that I probably not. Fa- hang on. Four, four of them probably, and then. Um, another one's just joined the house, um, mm-hmm. and like they they've sort of joined in the hanging out and stuff, um, and it's they're really cool. I really enjoy chatting with them, um, and so I got home from work yesterday. No, yesterday was my day off. What was I doing yesterday? Oh boy. Oh, that's it. it I went, went to Waterstones and I bought loads of books. Yeah, accident. which I was like, if you if you had bought that here, you would have like... Yeah, like £150. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Is that how much you spent? No, no, no. I spent £44. How are books I'm cheap saying... over there? What? Yeah, but the worst part is, so so I got a book that you need to read. I don't know if you'll be able to get it, but I can post it out. It's called We Can Do Better Than This, and it's a collection of essays about queer um, rights and how there's still more to be done and how it's really easy to slip into complacency because where we are now is a lot better than where we were, but it's still not great, and there's still a lot of bad things going on. So what they do, like, it's essays from, like, marginalised or minority queer voices and how their lives are impacted and it's really really good i'm really enjoying it but i bought that on click and collect so then when i went to go and collect it i was just wandering around having a wee look because i said to holly that i would get her bella mackie's new felt uh, new book and then i went and i fucking saw um this winter and nick and charlie which are the two short stories that i need to read in between heartstopper and solitaire so i bought those so they're like just like little novellas. So they were only like four ninety nine or whatever. Um, so I ended up getting the book that I'd ordered, the books that I said to Holly I would get, and then these two novellas. And then the person behind the counter was so passionate about this book, um, called She Who Became She the Sun. Who Became the Sun. Yeah, it's literally behind me. Here it is, but it looks so I've pretty. I've heard good things about that one. I, I mean, so they were talking about it, and in my head, I was just like, well, that sounds like a book club pick, to be fair. <gasps> just saying. Anyway, but th- um, they were like, oh, yeah, so just keep that in mind next time you're in the store. And I was like, next time I'm in the store, do you have it now? Do you know where it is? Add that to the pile. Here we go. Just, I love it. Just stick it in there. No, hang on. You know what I mean. Um... <laughs> 
but yes I just they you know when somebody's just super passionate about something and I was like I have no idea what you're talking about but you're really excited so I'm gonna go with it yeah so I did that yeah sorry long story short so then I got home from town and they were all outside when I went to have a smoke and they were like oh do you want to join us so I ended up joining them and having a great chat blah blah and then they were like we're going to the pub you're coming right and I was like "Mm, I'm up at five maybe just one and then I stayed out till two o'clock in the morning goodness gracious I didn't drink though I only had like three pints and stopped at about midnight and like I don't want to sound like I'm always calling myself an old man in this house because they're all really chill and like you don't really notice the age gap but for some reason every time I drink with these specific people my body just has like an allergic reaction to alcohol in fairness the first time I drank with them I had two beers uh, espresso martini and an entire bottle of red wine so that in hindsight, it was That's probably a lot of on me. That was <laughs> that was my bad. But like last night, I you know I'd eaten all day, you know, um, and I had two two ciders, and I was like done. But we did get chips and cheese on the way home, so that was very exciting. I mean, it's very possible to become a lightweight. I don't want to be a lightweight. I'm Why? Not... It's a cheap date. I I know I. You used spend to be so able to much drink less money. So much alcohol. I miss my pictures in Hive. Well, then you can split a picture with me when I eventually move there because things are getting terrible here. Bitch, if you think I'm going to... Oh, no, I have to be nice to you because you're in a hellscape. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to make a joke about me not sharing my picture, but I guess I will. Yes, because I live in a hellscape. (laughs) Yes, you do. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. But it rains today. That was nice. Oh, that's nice. It's a shame that everything's so dry. It just runs off it and floods. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. I'm never wrong. I was so surprised, though. I I walked out to grab some mail, and then I was just like, it's raining? What? (laughs) Unfamiliar. In June? (laughs) That hasn't happened since I was a child. Oh, no. Well, we've had so much sun... We've bought a barbecue for the house. Whoa. Yeah. That is impressive. I don't know how to barbecue, but the... You stick the um, meat on the grill and then you turn it. Yeah, but you've got to get the coals hot. Yeah, it's called fire. No. Yeah. I don't I don't fuck with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you have a roommate who does. Yeah, no, Flat it was a... It was the... Housemate? No, housemate. Housemate. We're in Big Brother you now. guys are so specific. <laughs> It's basically the this the type of building you live in with the word mate beside it. Yeah, so specific. It's not, it's not specific. Do you share a, a room? Your roommates. Do you share a flat? Your flatmates. Do you share a house? Your housemates. I feel like this is kind of like the difference between a condo and apartment. No, it's because silly. a condo is an apartment that you own. Yes, it's a silly distinction. You've took. No, you know, you that you're right. Like that the is a silly distinction. Of a bungalow. But like if you if I said this is my roommate to people in Britain, they would think that we shared a room. Yes, and you're a very silly country with very silly celebrations with very silly names like a Jubilee. There is nothing silly about a Jubilee. Um Paddington Bear was there. Yeah, because he's a national treasure. I mean he is, he's very cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But that doesn't make it any less silly. I got um, told off. <gasps> I was complaining about the Was it buses. because you're... Oh, I was going to say, is it because your your co-host keeps saying, implying that the Queen's dead? No, no, it's not about that. Although just Which wait. makes sense, <laughs> because wait. she had tea with a CGI character. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was complaining about the buses being on a limited service, and somebody was like, um, yeah, God, how dare they, and what's it all for? Uh, uh, only uh, Queen and Country. And then glared at me and I was like. Oh, patriotism, because that didn't take anyone anywhere. Ever. No, no. But I'm also just like, I'm not against the Jubilee or the Queen or country. I just wish my bus wasn't 45 minutes. Yeah, that's fair. I get annoyed when the when the light rail takes longer because it's nighttime. Yeah, like, why? Rude. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's been my week. Oh, I might get a tattoo. Of what? I want a little gravestone with the words not ideal on it. Oh, I love that. Right, how cute is that? But I feel kind of bad because one of, it was my fr- friend that I've told you about. Mm. He was getting like, it's like a, he showed me it was like a flash, a flash art poster. Mm. And he was getting something similar. And I'm like, well, I can't get that because it will look like I'm copying you. But it's so cute because I say not ideal all the time. It is very cute. And... The situation is not ideal, but maybe you just talked in. But like, hey, buddy, can I copy that? Yeah. Because I actually died. Yeah, so exactly. So it's funny. It's fucking funny. It's fucking funny. Also, I actually died is the title of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> People will just think I've turned into a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> Have you but seen the video? Because you actually died i actually died for 37 minutes that's the same that's time stargate can time stay open dead. for yeah okay there is like one percent of our listeners that like that's like fuck yes fuck yes meanwhile 50 percent of that pod of this podcast was like that <laughs> i think now's a good time to say hi to our friend bill oh hello bill thank you for the boot club suggestion make sure you join us this oh. month so excited. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi there, I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and on my podcast, I go through all of the movies coming out during the week, I throw in some news, and talk about the latest trailers. So check out Future Flicks each Wednesday on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. I'll see you in the future. And thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. A pleasure as always. Much like last week. I mean, this time we actually had stuff to talk about, but um, we saved the news for the second half, so be warned. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Do you want to start with the lighter news, or do you want to go straight into terrible Let's go with lighter first. Um, China called on the UN Human Rights Council to look into the uncontrolled gun violence that the US is seemingly unable to or unwilling to take control of. China did that. China did that. China. China. UN clapped back saying China needs to rethink their policies on Uyghur detention centers. And I'm like, 
personally, why can't we both be wrong and why won't anyone do anything about either? Yeah. That's the lighter news. Like, that wasn't a sassy response, UN. No. Yeah. That wasn't a sassy response. It's just, no, both are fucked. Both are fucked up. Yeah. And not enough is being done about either. Hmm. I'm now that, that that's the lighter news. Oh, I feel like I've made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and cut it so the lighter news is that, yeah. No, I'm kidding. We both know I'm not that good at editing. <laughs> Uvalde's school police chief is not cooperating with authorities on the investigation of the shooting at Robb Elementary. What's he doing? The story has changed so many fucking times in the last two weeks. Uh, police tried to blame a teacher for leaving the door, the school door open. They said they she propped the door open. This teacher had to fucking get a lawyer to prove that she did not leave the door open for the shooter she did in fact close it when she saw the shooter she and it should have locked behind her it should have automatically locked since they were on lockdown but it did not but they were like oh she propped the door open this is much like how the police have already changed their story so many times and they also put out a police a statement like an official statement specifically saying they did not shoot any children which is like why would you have to put that statement Why would you have out? to say that? Why? What the fuck happened in there? And I'm not going to go spread conspiracies, conspiracy theories. I'm just going to say, why? Why would they put that out? Yeah. So you think they might have in a crossfire shooting? It's very possible. I mean, they literally did everything you're not supposed to do. When they got into the classroom where the shooter was active, they called out and said, does anybody need help? which is something you absolutely should not do because it gives the shooter who was still alive at the time the location of people who need help. Yeah. And it ended in the disastrous consequences of another child's dead. Since Uvalde, there's been three more mass shootings in Oklahoma, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. In Oklahoma, the one that you had mentioned, there was one um, where it was a former patient of a surgeon who complains that his back pain had not stopped since the surgery. He killed himself as well as three others, including the surgeon. Like, that's he when... He bought his gun the same day as his shooting. That's when I feel like it's becoming an option now. Like, don't get me wrong, I understand that chronic pain can destroy mm. someone's mental health. It can. But to think that the answer to that is to shoot the surgeon yeah and this is not the first time this has happened specifically over back pain or chronic pain like this after a surgery yeah this has happened before dark dark times so yeah the same day he bought it the same day all of which happened with ar-15s i don't get it why do you own machine guns or assault rifles I know what AR stands for. Actually, assault rifle doesn't isn't what um, AR stands for. I forget exactly what it is, but that is a automatic rifle. Point no, um, it stands for. Let me see, because they do people do like to try and prove their point, being like, "You don't know what you're fucking talking about. You think it stands for assault rifle when it doesn't." And then people are like, "Therefore, you know nothing." Oh, so what does it stand for? Educate me, Lisa. Armalite. Armalite raf, ri- rifle. So it's a brand. That is just the, yeah, it's the type, yeah. What does the AK stand for in AK-47? Um, let me look that up. I don't actually know. Um, once again, it is just the type of gun. 
an AK-47 is a Russian. Um, it's, it stands for the initials of the designer. He was in a Russian of Fatomat Kalashnikova. Oh, Kalashnikov. Yeah. That's a gun as well. Yeah, that's the AK. That's so cool. I mean, not cool, considering the context we're <laughs> talking about it. I take that back. But I think it's the same as saying, like, it was a Winchester white rifle. Yeah, okay. All right, I see. I understand now. Yeah, I'm educated. That's the fucking news. It's all terrible. Fair. Yay. The Queen celebrated her 70th, 70th um, Jubilee this year. Lovely. I've been seeing a lot of news about that on BuzzFeed. And I gotta say, it's really fucking dystopian seeing like, Jubilee, the little princes and princesses making cupcakes. Murder, murder, murder. Kim Kardashian, murder. Jubilee, murder. Paddington Baron, the queen, murder. Yeah, I can imagine. Did you see little George, Prince George? He's become a meme and it's amazing. I have not. So there's this great picture. So basically they were looking at the the red, the red fires, the red robins or something. There's like planes that make shapes in the sky to celebrate things. Okay. And they flew past in a 70 formation. Because it's the seventieth Jubilee, <clears throat> but um, there's a picture of the Queen looking up and smiling at these planes, and <laughs> George is just behind her, behind it, beside her, with his hands covered his ears, just screaming into the abyss. <laughs> it was incredible. My brother shared in the group chat saying, "When one more person talks about the Jubilee," <laughs> it's it. quite funny. Yeah, enjoyed it. Well. Just speaking of, like, the dystopian nature of how there's memes and murder right alongside each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have... Who asked for this? What am I asking for this time? Who asked? Fucking book bans. What? Specifically, um, a Virginia representative has... A, a Virginia politician has sued Barnes & Noble to prevent the sale of two specific books. Which book? One is Gender Queer, which is a memoir by Maya Kobabi. I don't know if I pronounced that name correctly at all. I'm so sorry. And then the second one is A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J. Moss. It is a fantasy novel with some smut in it. Oh. Do you know which one is getting more press? Oh, of course it's Sarah J. Moss, right? Yeah, of course it's Sarah J. Moss, because I would describe her fan base as nothing less than rabid. No offense. <laughs> we all are about books at some point. I don't understand it, because most... I've tried to read the first of one of the series, and then people are like, no, it doesn't really get good until the end of book two, and how do you expect me? These are meaty books. They're yeah. big books. How mm-hmm. I cannot understand people who are like, just give it two whole big meaty books before yeah. it gets good. No. It's like when somebody says, like, Oh, the office only gets good after like season four, and I'm like, I'm no, I'm not gonna invest. Yeah, at least with the office, you could start at season at season four. You're not no, gonna I'm not gonna skip that. Things. No, I refuse. Okay, but then you don't. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, <clears throat> like you would you lose <clears throat> nothing if you just skip the first two seasons of Parks and Rec. It's fine. No. No. You're wild. You Anyways. can't do that. Yeah, you can. You lose nothing. Don't make me angry. All you miss is Brandon Branawit, and he sucked. Oh, I bought Mortal Engines, the 2019 blockbuster phenomenon, on DVD. <laughs> Don't laugh. Proud of you. 
But anyways, who else? Why is this happening? Why why is it okay for them to ban a book from being sold? But why? It's not even from like a school library. Yeah, but then they'll get like this is a government that like critiques communism and socialism and and makes fun of the UK for being a nanny state, and then you're censoring books. Exactly. Because they're totally okay with being fascist. They've just stopped saying the quiet part out loud and are just full on endorsing it now. Yeah. It's fuck. That's all I've got to say. No one asked for this. Also, just like, it's just upsetting to me that the fucking fantasy novel that's slightly smutty is getting way more press about this. But that also makes sense. Like, because yeah. this is the world we live in and but also, like, you our attention can't... spans are this big. Uh, but like, one has a much bigger... Fan base yeah. audience, yeah. Um, I was talking to my store manager uh, last week, um, cause, and we were talking about my dating life and how I have no one of interest, well, one person, but we're not getting into that. Um, how there's no, shut up, how there's no one, uh, how it's difficult dating as a gay man. And I said, well, in fairness, only 3% of the UK is gay, according to, you know, the most recent surveys. And she was like, no. No way, it's got to be like 30%. And I was like, I promise you it's not. And we googled it, it's one and a half. That's wild, because I think like 20% of Gen Z identifies as some sort of alphabet mafia. Yeah, but think about how small a portion of the population Gen Z make up. I mean, pretty big at this point. They're getting there. No, they're not. We have an aging population, people aren't dying. Oh yeah, that's fair. That's why we're stuck with this right-wing traditionalist wave that's taken over the the world. Yeah, I was just, like, talking about how there needs to be an age cutoff for when you can run for president or any office. <laughs> like, I get it, there's a whole issue with ageism, but, like, there's a point where your cognitive abilities literally just aren't there to be making last like decisions with lasting ramifications like if you don't expect to be here in two decades you shouldn't be making those decisions no offense yeah fair i think you should google gay pop uh, gay pers- gay population in the u.s and see what percentage okay. comes up okay what percent 5.6 of the adult population there you go well i guess gen z is largely not adults yet also but oh that's it I'm a dumb American. <laughs> There's another article. Americans still greatly overestimate the U.S. gay population. One in four Americans <laughs> expect 23.6% are gay. <laughs> you just called out on Damn. your... Damn! You got called out by your own Google search. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's fine. Yeah. Hi. I'm willing to admit that when I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, we embrace it and we live and we learn. Exactly. Accountability buddies. Oh, See, yeah. See, you just held me accountable by, by calling me out on my bullshit. <laughs> Always. So, your goals this week were to drink water every day and buy a TV. <gasps> Crushed it. I love that. I have my 32-inch TV. I'm actually going to watch some Stranger Things after this recording. I've heard the new season's actually worth it. It's actually very dark. I've watched the first three episodes. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so what are your goals for this coming week? I think I would like to join a gym again. All right. Join a gym. And I'm going to keep drink water every day because you need that accountability. No offense. 
I really do. All right. Mine was to do yoga once, go on two long walks, and send you four snaps of dogs. And I did not do the four snaps of dogs. I was going to say I did not get that many snaps. I, the owner of the dog, was at home on Thursday, so I did not need to walk Peter Pit on Thursday. Unacceptable. You should have found another dog. (laughs) But it was all good. I did go on two long walks. I didn't do a yoga. So I did about half. Okay. Not the worst I'm gonna performance. I'm going to keep my two long walks. And I'm actually going to change my yoga. I wanna, I'm want i going to do a non-workout one. Oh. I want to do some writing. Good for you. Are we doing nano this year? Uh, sure. We can, well, we'll, we'll decide later. I've been that's working. A, that's a while from now. I've been planning a murder mystery. <gasps> Ooh, you got to tell me about it off. Off the off board. board. Yeah. We'll discuss later. Well. Do you have a story to tell me? I have a little Emma the asshole. Ooh. Uh, so there's no title okay. because it's a screenshot because I was scared that I would lose it. <laughs> so it starts with me, female, 29, and my soon-to-be husband, male, 33, are getting married soon. Wedding planning has so far been going all right except for a few things he and I argued about, like the venue and the flower girl. Now we've been arguing about my wedding dress. This might sound cliche, but ever since I was young, I dreamed of having my own beautiful wedding dress. I can afford it, but my soon-to-be husband thinks it's not okay to waste a couple of thousands on a dress I'm only going to wear once. Yes, he might have a point there, but for one, this is a typical price for wedding dresses. And two, because it's a -a once-in-a-lifetime thing, then why not make sure it's special? Soon-to-be husband still wasn't convinced and suggested I rent a dress instead of buying one. He started saying that I'm being irresponsible with money and brought up how much money I've already put aside to rent a face, he means makeup, and wear fake hair, he means extensions. But I have this vision of what I want to look like, sort wow. of. What what I want to look like, sort of, sort of speak on my wedding, and I think it's my right as a bride. I went ahead yeah. and purchased the dress, but a day later I found out that it was missing from my closet. I freaked out, but he told me that he returned it and got the money back. I was shocked and asked him why he did that, and he said he thought the dress was ridiculously expensive and that was wasting money and again suggested I go rent one. I blew up and went oh off on God. him, which I've never done before. He literally took st- took a few steps back and told me to calm down. I said he had no right. I'm the one paying for the damn dress. He got upset and said there's no... I'm paying for it myself in marriage and that's my attitude is setting and that my attitude is setting the tone for what type of dynamic we'll have in our marriage. He kept on about how I must expect to, him to pay for everything while I keep my money or spend it irresponsibly, but I never tell him how to spend his money. I responded that he gets zero say in how I spend my money whatsoever. He told me that I should grow the fuck up and stop with the dream wedding dress cliche, then stormed off to call his mum, who chewed me out saying she won't let me ruin her son's financial stability with how I deal with money generally. She too urged me to rent a dress or buy a cheaper one, way cheaper than the one I picked and move on, but I declined. Um, Edit for repeated questions. Yes, he still has the money and said he'll give it back once we agree to a solution. Uh, Lisa, are they the asshole? No, absolutely not. Like, that's abusive. That is abusive. That's financial abuse. Like, what the fuck? You can't hold on to someone's money. Thousands of dollars. Until you come up with a solution. Get fucked. Until you come up, until you agree with him. Yeah. That's his solution. I 
struggle to remember that men like that exist out there. Dump him because if this is how it is before you yeah. guys get married, at least the red flags came up before indication. the vows were made. Exactly. What the fuck? Jesus fuck. Terrifying. Absolutely not. Well, I'm glad I did that one. I know it was incredibly, obviously, NTA, but <laughs> the drama, Mick, I just love it. I cannot. No, I hope, I hope she didn't go through with it because, like, not everyone shares all of their money and obviously he's very controlling. And, like, yeah, some people do rent a dress, but, like, if it's important to you, if that's your thing, like, you're allowed to make exceptions for a huge day like your wedding exactly i've never like, actually seen someone rent a dress like i've never heard of that also saying renting a face are you fucking kidding yeah, me yeah how rude that's just makeup uh i i cannot Mm-mm. dump him dump run away him. so fast so fast like the flash exact well send us your thoughts and opinions on this matter thank you everyone for joining us Please send us your questions and suggestions and everything else to our email or any of our social media. Links are in the description. Rate, review, subscribe, um, tell strangers on the internet that you like our podcast. That would be really nice and very helpful. And once you've told strangers on the internet, tell your friends about us because word of mouth is our best way of getting new listeners. And we love new listeners. They're all right. Join us for book club. We're reading less by Andrew Sean Greer. Thank you, Bill, for the suggestion. And suggest your own book club selections for future months. And thank you to Dave in the Shower and Amy Reader for our wonderful theme song. We absolutely love it. It's just such a joy to listen to every week. I'm glad Amy sang it because I don't know the words. Anyway, that is it from us this week. So until next Tuesday, keep, keep doing, doing fine. Stop playing with your hair. Keep doing fine.